Canon. I'm Beth. The dude. That's what you call yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Tonight, we are joined by special guest Adam. Hi, Adam. Hey, everybody. Adam is from the podcast Nerds of the Old Republic and also from our Patreon-exclusive nerd canon D&D game. Oh, We're man. super happy to have him here. If you are not in on that li- like live play D&D game, you got to subscribe right now because it's incredible. And it's worth it for Adam's voice alone. I was going to say. <laughs> it is Thanks. my favorite thing. You are a character in our house now that we talk about. <laughs> That, so, that is high praise. Thank you. It is. It's. It's. We love it dearly. Tell us about Nerds of the Old Republic. Oh, sure. Uh, so Nerds of the Old Republic is a podcast I started with two of my friends, and we just read and celebrate nerdy fiction and uh, nerdy stories. So we just recently started doing um, a book and a movie a month. Um, so we come out every other week. And uh, up next, we've got Corey Doctorow's Walk Away, which I know you've had Corey on your podcast, and I'm super jealous that you're able to pull him in. That's awesome. So awesome. Uh, And then uh, after that, we watched the anime film Akira and uh, talked about that. So that was a blast. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I can't wait to hear you guys talk about that. Yeah, that comes out pretty darn soon. Yeah, that was like teenage staple in my nerd group. <laughs> somehow, somehow I missed it. Like I was aware of it for the longest time, so mm-hmm. it was a great time to to pull that in because it felt like it fit with Walk Away pretty well. Probably hits mm. uh, a little different as an adult. <laughs> a little different, <laughs> and it, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, we're super happy to have you with us. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, oh, thanks for having Paul, me. Oh, do you have a synopsis? Yeah, I have a few. Because I felt like there's there's a, the obvious friends go bowling, as that's just the the best sure. synopsis. Friends go bowling, period. <laughs> but also the really one that made me feel bad is chronically garrulous friend finally shuts the fuck up. He was out of his element. <laughs> but here you go. Unemployed man attempts to redecorate his apartment on a budget. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the Paul brand one. <laughs> that's that's yeah. 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 Uh, it really tied the room together. Um, that's great. So obviously, from all that, you know that we are talking about The Big Lebowski, uh, which was released in January, uh, January 19th, 1998, directed by Joel Cohen, written by Ethan Cohen, starring Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, uh, Steve Buscemi, Julianne Moore, and John Turturro. The Rotten Tomato score was 79% and 93%. So everybody who was smoking and watching at the same time. Okay, Paul. Well, well, let's talk about our experience as a kid. Who wants to go first? I can start if you'd like me to. Yeah. This was one of those movies that came out in 98. And I was just thinking, 98, I would have been in uh, middle school. So I was absolutely unaware of this film until college when you, I probably had one of those nights where it's like, dude, you got to watch this movie, dude. And uh, I was telling Beth just in the warm <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I was telling Beth in the warmups that this may have been the first time I've watched the movie without some sort of alcoholic beverage at my side. And like it was legendary in college to watch and just kind of have playing in the background and laugh at sitting here watching it as an adult. I've got lots of different things to say, so I am ready. I am definitely (laughs) notes here. Things hit different when you're watching it to talk about it in a thoughtful way. You're like, oh, okay. Do I see mm. you drinking a white Russian? Yeah, I wasn't going to get to it. Okay, yes, great. but <laughs> I, I got. I have some history with that actually, with my wife and her family, which I, I won't get to yet. But um, I actually follow the dude's recipe. Uh, usually, I just use milk. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of the creamer. Not oh, a fan. No. Mm-hmm. no. No. Paul, what was your experience? So I really struggled with this. I knew that we were going to talk about this and I cannot for the life of me remember the first time I saw this movie. And this became such a staple in my friend group that like mm-hmm. there had to have been a point where we just all saw it together because then it was just quoted endlessly at each other forevermore. But I I cannot honestly remember when I saw this movie for the first time. I have no idea. No idea. How about you, Beth? Same. I have no idea. (laughs) I was a freshman, if I think about it, if it came out in 98. I don't remember 
seeing it for the first time, it was one of those things. Probably none of us saw it in the theater, right? We were like too young to have done that. So would have never mm. been allowed in the theater. Well, I right. <laughs> oh, I, I could oh, have I'm gotten away with things. it. I am, you know, I get, I could get away with it. Um, I was a older than I was, but but I I don't think I saw it until later years in high school, probably, and it was just on, you know, one of those things, and so I probably never sat down and watched the full thing for a while, like you know what I mean. And at some point, we I did, but yeah, but then I played a character based on the dude in D anD D in one of our previous campaigns. It was after I shortly after I'd had a baby, and so I was having a hard time focusing. Shockingly, with lack of sleep and baby waking up and disruption, etc. And so I thought it would be good for me to play a character who didn't need to know what was going on. Because if I didn't need to know what was going on, then I, I could still play without feeling stressed out about role playing. And so I was the dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably watched it around then, you know, deciding just so I could like talk, you know, like him and say dumb things <laughs> like yeah. that. So that's that's my more recent memory. I mean, that was still probably, you know, five years ago. But this was a movie that I, I would just put on. This was a comfort mm-hmm. movie for me for a long time. I would just put on and watch bits of it whenever. Um, I'm, I know I have the DVD of it somewhere. Yeah, I can't say I watched it as much as it sounds like you guys did. But but yeah. So, OK. So I have um, two trivias and a lie. So we are going to guess the fake TV edit. There's, oh, there are Lord. three of yeah. them, and <laughs> one of them I made up. So I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars was changed to I'll slurp your coke for a thousand dollars. Sounds like a TNT is, edit right there. Yeah. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass was changed to this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. We're gonna cut your dick off was changed to we're gonna break your brick off. Ooh. Are we, are we on a team? Here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> play it however you want to play it. So I know the second one is true. That one is pretty famous. Stranger in the Alps is pretty famous. I know that one's true. So it's either I'll slurp a Coke. That would be a good trivia, like, like low key t-shirt. Like, yeah. 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 (laughs) It would. Okay. So. All right. So it's between the two. So we have to decide between um, I'll slurp Slurp your your Coke Coke for a thousand dollars or I'll break your brick off. I want to keep talking because we have the benefit of seeing Beth's face and <laughs> right, immediately right, she just right. pulled up that notebook. I feel like slurp your coke would fit. I can't. Like, I can't show my face because I am bad at this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like slurp your coke would fit because like they always used to try to fit the sound with the shape of the mouth. The person was like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So like I'm gonna I'm gonna put my chips there. What do you think, Paul? Wait, does you think that one's the the one that one's the one that's made up? No, no, no. I have it backwards. Sorry, I think that's the true one. So I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I agree. One. Okay. I think the brick. I yeah. think Beth made up the brick. I did. Yeah. It was. It was I thought this was gonna be really fun to trivia's and a lie, and then I was like, the thing is, is that I'm not that funny, and so coming up with my own uh, was a little challenging. But anyway, that's fucking bonkers. Um, there's also one about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah feeding like oatmeal to soldiers or something like that. They were like really bad. I actually went down a whole rabbit hole then of TV edits and, you know, mm-hmm. get these monkey fighting snakes off this Monday to Friday plane. Well, you got to tell me what your source is. Yep. It's literally because- all over. Like if you Google, really? like you can watch compilations of Big Lebowski TV like- edits. I don't just mean just Big Lebowski. I mean like yes, you can uh-huh. watch. They're called boulder boulderizations. Oh, okay. We we I always used to watch the Saturday afternoon movies, and it was like they always edited for and uh-huh. weird stuff in for mm-hmm. the swears and stuff. And I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, if you Google like weird would... TV edits or the word boulder, like you'll get them. You can watch compilations. Sometimes I would just They're watch terrible. for that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and like this is what I I remember. <laughs> VH1, which is a weird flex in the first place, was showing <laughs> Showgirls. And I'm watching it, and they were trying so hard, and they had to edit, like, a top 
on her. So there's Jesse Spano standing there having a moment and she's standing there and she was obviously n- naked and somebody took like MS paint and like drew <laughs> like a bikini on her. And I'm like, they're trying so hard. This feels yeah. like maybe they just didn't need to pick this movie. Like, right. <laughs> do you know yeah. what it I mean? It cost you more to MS yeah. paint the 8-bit, no shadowed right. bikini then top on them. it would have to just get a different movie that didn't yeah. have quite so many mm-hmm. movies. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I just always thought that was um, really funny when they any movie with Samuel L. Jackson and you're just like, okay, well, <laughs> like every other word. So I don't know. I have more fun facts. Okay. Yeah. Let's um, oh, this is what happens when you feed a soldier scrambled eggs is one of the other ones. <laughs> 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 Believe it or not, in 2014, this was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Now, many films that we have covered have also been added to that list, but this one surprised me a little bit. So, <laughs> Maybe it's so, cult, like cult hit status. It's yeah. gotta be. Yeah. Then it got preserved. Yeah. Uh, highest frequency of fucks in a movie. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm yep. getting there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the character of the dude was based on several real life people in the Coen Brothers circle, including Peter Exlein, whose car was impounded by the LA Police Department, who later found an eighth grader's homework in it. <laughs> Um, So the Cohen's top choice was Marlon Brando, and he was unable to star in the film due to health issues. Charlize Theron was – oh, he was for – Sorry for the bit for the rich Lebowski. The big Lebowski. Um, the, big, yeah. <laughs> the rich. So, but and then Charlize Theron was considered for Bunny, which is a lot. In '98, I feel like her star was already really rising. But what do I know? Mm-hmm. And Mel Gibson was originally considered for the dude, but he didn't take it too seriously. Uh-huh. I read, which. Okay. <laughs> So, according to Joel, the only time they ever directed Bridges was he would come over at the beginning of each scene and say, do you think the dude burned one on the way over? And I'd say yes, (laughs) usually. So Jeff would go in the corner and rub his eyes (laughs) to get them bloodshot. According to the Wikipedia entry on list of films that most frequently use the word fuck, this is the 31st on the list. What? Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will share this. I did have the link for you so that you could peruse at your leisure. I will post this as well. So it's 31 on the list. There are 291 fucks with a runtime of 117 minutes. So that's 2.4 fucks per minute. <laughs> the d- okay, but number one is called Swearnet the movie. And number two is just called Fuck Documentary. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Like- Wolf of Wall I mean, Wolf of Wall Street. I yeah. didn't make the list. I'm just telling you. <laughs> and I cited my source. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yes. And he also says man 147 times, nearly one and a half times a minute. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, a lot man. of the dude's clothes are just Jeff Bridges' own clothes, including those hideous sandals, <laughs> which he owns to this day. Oh, I knew oh. that. Yeah, he, I knew that one. Those jelly sandals. Oh, man. Uh-huh. The license plate of Bunny's convertible spells Lepin, which is French for rabbit. All the different personalized bowling shirts that Donnie wears, none of them have his actual name on him. And then yeah. I don't know if this was on purpose, but he wears personalized bowling shirts the whole time. And then when they do the spreading the ashes, the dude has one on that's personalized, but it's not his name. Neither the dude nor Jeffrey. <laughs> so, right. And according to the plaque on the dog carrier, the Pomeranian's name is Thurston, which reminds me of Thurl Ravenscroft. And I just needed to include that. That's what I got. How was our rewatch, everybody? There's tumbleweeds. We start with tumbleweeds. I that's my first note that rolling tumbleweed is ridiculous, but so is the story. It is. So uh, this was my experience. I went to start it. What night was that, Paul? Monday, Tuesday, we were talking about it. Monday, yeah, we were talking Monday, about yeah. it. So I pressed go and my TV was doing a weird loading thing. You know, it was like, and so at first the, you know, the logo for the company comes on and it was silent. And I thought, oh, that's weird. But sometimes they'll do that to be like suspenseful. And then the music started and it was a really weird, slow. And then I realized it was a really weird, slow version of the like movie logo. And it took me way too long to realize that my sound wasn't <laughs> linked right is what I'm trying to say. Because I was like, am I stoned by proxy? Is the contact movie trying high. to make me... Contact high. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it making me try to think that I'm stoned? 
Like I was like, is this very messy? Um, is it to me? Like, brilliant. Somebody has to have done that before. I'm sure. Though. Yeah. It just, it's such a good idea. It took me like one minute too long to be like, oh, duh. And then I paused it and it was fine. And, you know, then it played fine. But I was like, um, that was really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would have remembered that, but also I totally wouldn't because I didn't remember very much specifically, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, that happened. And we're in, we're in a, we get our first shot of the dude in the grocery store. Bathrobe, jelly sandals. Mm-hmm. Open, opens the creamer. Opens yep. the creamer. Gives a little, <laughs> gives a little snifferoo. Uh-huh. Post. Dates or dates that. Post dates the check. Yeah. Year, yeah. Like yep. a full year Spears in the future. The on it. For sixty-one cents, and for you 60- legally aren't supposed to write a check for less than a dollar. So I'm learning things here. All of that, even even in so, what year is this supposed to be set? Nineteen ninety-three or something? Ninety-four? Sure. Yeah. So I did appreciate that. I felt like the fact that what's his name's voiceover. Sam Elliott. Is, I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott's voiceover. He establishes it like I'm telling you a story that happened in the year 1993 yeah. or whatever it was, which makes a movie so much more timeless than if they just have a movie yeah. set in 1993. Oh, if it's framed that. as like I'm telling you this story from whenever, like they can, it doesn't matter. There's no anachronisms anymore. Like You're there's right. no. This is a story straight out of 2007. <laughs> this is a story yeah. straight out of whatever year. Yeah, like. like you're right. The way they frame it makes it so much more timeless and able to be watched, I think, than if it's just like, oh, this is happening present day, well, but the year is 1995. Yeah, so many movies that are present day are assumed to be today day, but especially right. in the last couple of years, there have just been so many advances that make everything older seem so old. Like, right. Oh my gosh, yeah. We, we can get to that cell phone. So like this one's framed properly, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I yeah. like that. That does help frame it. Yeah, and you couldn't you couldn't have all that political talk at the beginning from Goodman about Saddam and the wars and all right, of that. Right, right. If it was set now, it would like as it was. I cringe. Think about how often we talked about Saddam Hussein, and then I mean, I yeah. haven't thought yeah. about if you if you're, you're not watching old South Parks, and you know you haven't thought about him in <laughs> ages. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but like it was all we talked about. It felt like. Yeah. He, he gets home. Where's the money, Lebowski? He goes, down there, <laughs> somewhere. there somewhere. It's <laughs> <Down there> somewhere. <laughs> it's so good. I would like to think I'm the kind of witty person that would come up with something and deliver it in the exact right tone in that moment, but I just know <laughs> that that's not me. No, I do the same thing. It's like looking back, putting myself in there, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'd say this funny thing. No, I'd totally be freaked out and have no. No, you thought about it later when you were brushing your teeth, yeah. though. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's be honest. After I like, peroxided my mouth from being in my own toilet three times. Oh, God, especially his. He just reaches in and takes the glasses back out. Especially his. You know (laughs) that he's never cleaned that thing. Never in a million goddamn years. No, It looks gross. Oh, he pisses on the rug. He's so mad. Yes. My wife doesn't look like a woman lives here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not he holds up his right hand. He like to say he's not married. He holds up his right hand. Like he doesn't even no know so right much like, that he doesn't even yeah. know what hand you wear it on. Yeah, yep. Oh my gosh! And that line, like anytime, I don't know about you two, but anytime I'm like redecorating or somebody like steps a muddy footprint on even my outdoor rugs, I'm like, you really tied the room together, man. Yeah, really tied yeah. the room together, man. Yeah, that's the beginning of the cultness <laughs> for me. Like Absolutely. everything else was. A, like almost a wake up call seeing it again, but that yes. felt like just the first time. Yeah, there's a couple quotes that really have stuck with me. So I love the weird, like retro vibes of the like bowling alley and the lights. And uh, here's the thing I'm gonna say this just because I have to get it out of the way. He is not swoon worthy in this film, he's a douche. But I have the hugest crush on John Goodman. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Bridges. You were like, yeah, where's it going to go? <laughs> mm-hmm. Where's it going to go, you fucking pervert? Steve Buscemi? No. I'm no. Well. Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> you get five minutes on TikTok, you can find Daddy John Goodman appreciation posts. John Goodman on Roseanne. <laughs> Sir. Daddy? Sorry. He's... <laughs> He's a big old teddy bear, but he'll beat up Jackie's abusive husband, and he's so great, <laughs> and I love him so much, and I want to, I want to be spooned by him. Um, but not in this <laughs> film. I, the flat top yeah. and the insanity, um, it's a no for me, but- Flat top and the insanity. You know, but like, 
it's it's underneath it all. Mm-hmm. Listen, Bridges, sure. I would get in a sandwich, no problem. You're like, Bridges looks fine. It's, it's fine. <laughs> but I, if I have to pick, I'm picking Goodman. I also really like John Turturro, but not, again, not as a Jesus. Right. Yeah. 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 That, anyway, that's a whole lot. I agree that uh, Jeff Bridges purposely let himself go, quote yes, unquote, for this movie. Well, and at one point, mm-hmm. his stomach is out, I feel like, on purpose. So he could be like, look, yeah, I, I sure. ate a lot of pizza for this, and I want you to know. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's one of the bathrobe scenes. The shirt's like, yeah. maybe eight like inches slide. up his belly. Like you yeah. can't see belly button, but it's pretty close. Yeah, it's it's happening. D- yeah, he's uh, Daddy Goodman is wearing a truly unfortunate cargo vest, which makes it, it's really <laughs> its own character. It's really throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really the didn't... glasses, the yellow yes. shooting glasses. I can't take like... anybody seriously in yellow shooting glasses no. unless you're at the range <laughs> practicing or something. He didn't want to um, have his beard like that, but they like. And forced him into it with the combo of the flat. They were like, we, this is really what we need. This is what we needed to look like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for, for your art, John Goodman. Yeah, yes, exactly. You know, which one must do what one must do. Ew, Chinaman. And then yeah. he said, but I wrote ew. And then well, he goes immediately. It. It's not the preferred yeah. nomenclature. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. But then he says it again. Like John Goodman says it again, I think, later, just a bit. One thing I noticed, and I'm sure this is not, you know, a unique or special noticing thing, but there's a lot of repetition. So, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously, like, the dude says something that he heard somebody else say several times throughout Mm -hmm. the movie, but other people repeat. Vagina? (laughs) But, like, he, like, that happens, you know, like throughout the movie where people kind of repeat the same couple phrases. Um, Stephen King mm-hmm. is a huge repeater of phrases and words in his books. And that's a thing that I feel like I notice quite a bit. And I know, you know, obviously it's not not super unique that I noticed it, but this is kind of where it starts because that comes up more than once. Mm-hmm. He says later, yep. it's not the preferred nomenclature like to somebody else, to the other Lebowski. Right. Um, and yeah. here's where we get Donnie, you're out of your element for the first <laughs> Donnie, time. Donnie. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. That occurs a lot in within my friends. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Uh, oh. Or it did anyway for a long time. You're out of your element. As a friendly joking thing. But Donnie... We have to note, too, that Donnie says, like, I think he says, I'm throwing rocks tonight the first time because yeah. he throws mm-hmm. a strike. And every time they go to the bowling alley, he's like, I'm doing great. I'm doing great until the last time mm-hmm. where he, that last pin doesn't yeah. go down. So it's yeah. just like one of those things that carries through the whole movie. Yeah, there is. it. There is. There's a lot of they wanted it to be sort of vignette even though it was they were trying to make there be this mystery kind of going on. So this caper, yeah. if you will. And then we get to Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> the big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, he's so uncomfortable. Um, <gasps> Philip Seymour Hoffman looks so uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah. He's perfect. He is he absolutely is so perfect good in this. this role. When he's like, his little shrugs, his little like, yeah. oh, don't touch that. And he's trying he's to get like, people everything, light, but... though, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah, his little like, oh, ooh, ooh. I like when yeah. he says, oh, well, Nancy's pretty good. Wonderful woman. <laughs> Nancy <laughs> <laughs> Reagan, that was good. Yeah. So racially, he's uh, pretty cool. What? Yeah. yeah. Little bro- the- little Lebowski, urban achievers. So tell everybody what's on your shirt. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I got my shirt. I'm a I'm an urban achiever. <laughs> Look at that! And proud we are of mm-hmm. all of them. Um, yeah. So yeah. So then Lebowski enters in the wheelchair. I have not. This man looks fake. He looks like mm. a fake man. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's molded out of. Clay? Plato? Yes. He's well, Plato is good. Probably, yeah. I'm honest with you, I didn't even go down a rabbit hole on this one because I was real busy with the TV edits. He's probably <laughs> in a lot of other things, right? But I think, I get the sense he's in a lot of other things. He's a character actor, but he's probably in the kind of dude bro things I don't usually watch. He strikes me as somebody who was like in heat, you know what I mean? Or some of those like he's fucking is like somebody's mean desk sergeant or something, but he's mean and oh, I don't yeah. like him. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. No, looking at his IMDb, you're exactly right. Like, uh, there's a bunch of war films. Well, he's in Blazing Saddles. In Blazing Saddles. Well, yeah. Okay. Which, but either you know. way, yeah. Micturated. I had to look that one up. <laughs> I wrote that one down too. I'm like, oh, how have I not known that word? Mm-hmm. Had to give it a good. I mean, I assumed with context clues, but I had to be sure. Yep. 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 His dudeness, the duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. <laughs> brevity thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This aggression will not stand, man. Like oh, so we, we get, used to use that we get all our the time. Re- yes, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. There's a lot of uh, good opportunity for that one. Mm-hmm. My wife, and then he screams Chinaman. <laughs> it's not awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, really like that's that repetition thing. So he's yeah. walking out, and I, I wrote, 
he should pee on his rug. But then I forgot, oh, he steals the rug. So then he steals the rug. Yeah, he steals just, the rug. I like yeah. that better, but it would also be funny if he peed on his rug. Lebowski said I could take it. Yeah. yeah. Lebowski yeah. said pick any rug I want. Yeah. And the fact that Brant rolls with that is really precious. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like yeah. He's never met and him. He's like beaming as he walks him out of the compound too with the rug on his he's shoulder. carrying it. Like, yep. He's so yep. proud. He's you know, it's funny you mentioned the repetition too. We get Big Lebowski saying like, strong men also cry. Are you ashamed of my tears? <laughs> strong men also cry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh my lots gosh. Of, and it's, it's very oh. intense. So, yeah, he told him to take it. So then we get. Blow. Oh, hey, oh, hey Tara Reed. <laughs> <laughs> um, green bikini, green toes. So I like how yeah. she says, Bran can't watch though. He has to pay 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And the camera cuts to him immediately as if he's considering he's like, it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we just love her. He's so uncomfortable. Tara Reed was a very 1998 person to have in this role. And she really nails it. She's doing everything she needs to do here. (laughs) Everything I remember of Tara Reid says, that's just Tara Reid, actually, being Tara Reid on film. That's my impression. I also feel like maybe at some point she was in Sharknado. Haven't seen the later works of Tara (laughs) Reid. Sharknado. But I feel like she's in, yeah, I feel like she's in, um, I feel like she's just herself in things. Mm -hmm. And good for you, girlfriend. Yeah. What else are you going to do after you date Carson Daly from MTV's? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Yes, I forgot about right? that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's like a Polly Pocket next to him. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because he was like 6'5", yeah, and she's petite. maybe 5'8". Yeah, she's very petite. Is he a real person? I thought he was made up. Paul didn't have cable. Um, he's a real person. <laughs> Adam yeah, goes, okay. no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's got like a He's, he's got a body. He's as Adam Seacrest, right? Like. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> NBC made him in a factory, put him on MTV, and that's where he lived for like 10 years, maybe 15. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He lived there for a long time. Yeah. And now Cast I feel like he does right. like the new, they, they bring him out for like New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he He's like the um, AAA affiliate to Ryan Seacrest. Yes. Like yes. he doesn't get the prime time, but he's close. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, somehow Seacrest really made it. You just like put him in long-term storage for the That's year. That's my impression. You know, I mean, I can't, uh, I can't say what his day-to-day life is like, but I think he and Tara Reid unfortunately didn't go the long haul. <laughs> no, I think it lasted three seasons on MTV. He's not seeing any of that Sharknado money. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> Unless he got that prenup, who knows? You never know. Good grief! I like mm. when the dude goes bowling and he puts his hair clip up. Oh my gosh! He yeah. never bowls. He never bowls. That is the a good only point. Time he's Mm-hmm. The only time he bowls is in his dream with Maud, and he like, holds dream, it yeah. with her. But he's oh, not yeah. even really bowling at that point. No, he never bowls. You brought a Pomeranian bowling? <laughs> <laughs> it's also not a Pomeranian, no, not. but sure. No. <laughs> this is not Nom. This is bowling. <laughs> the number of times we hear this is not Nom, too. Right, Oh, right. my gosh. There are rules. Am I the so only one he's got a gun, which is cool and he's gonna fuck Smokey up Smokey and and everybody looks concerned but not all that concerned so it leads me to believe this mm-hmm. is not the first time right yeah the dude's it definitely like seems- oh, cops, man <laughs> like, yeah exactly yeah it definitely again. seems like Vietnam pacifist who like avoided the draft and then Walter like there's some tension right, there right. for sure I myself dabbled in pacifism at one point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get home and we get the litany of messages well, I, hold on. I like when they, they walk out to his car and they're like talking about the whole thing. Yeah. And then we hear the police in the background right. as if they're coming to, <laughs> to like, take a statement or re- something. Resp- yeah. And they're yeah. just like sitting in the car and the police sirens behind them. Yeah. And they just, they're n- not even no hustle, not concerned whatsoever. No. <laughs> Another scene where I'm like, I wish I could be that cool when something's happening. <laughs> Yep. So we get we get messages from Smokey and then Brant, please call, and then the league. So it's all it's all a whole thing. But then Brant calls back. This isn't it's not about the rug. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so yep. He's in the dark. There's a poster of Nixon bowling behind his phone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Behind his answering machine. <laughs> so yeah. his he his answering machine changes spots throughout this movie. It just bugged me. Oh, I never oh, noticed. The whole apartment is a hot mess. No, it's a disaster. It's right. like there's no what's it called set dressing. What when set that's design. Like, Remember when we had the set, 
we, when we yeah. talked to the lady, yeah. right? Deborah Eckerd. Where continuity of like where stuff is that mm-hmm. does not exist in this movie. I right? would argue that that <laughs> gross apartment is doing what it needs to do. Um, they they <laughs> lit it. They lit it super grimy and gross. They no. made it look sketchy on purpose, and only mm-hmm. what is needed. To be happening is <laughs> happening, and it keeps getting fucked yeah. up. So yeah, it gets yes, it like three times for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, all of that. Yep. So whatever, Bunny's missing. You think the carpet pissers did this? <laughs> <laughs> so back to bowling, and we meet the Jesus for the first time. <laughs> Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. The fucking oh. music. You guys are skip- Listen, no, but the music is so good. We're skipping over his whole like Hotel California, the the Spanish version. I forget the group's name right now. Who is it? The Gypsy something. Gypsy Kings. Yes. Yep. Gypsy spells with an I. Yeah. Doing the Hotel California and his whole little dance and stuff. Like we have this little little tiny set piece of him. We get like little parts of him. So the music, the rings, the fucking Mm -hmm. poke nail, the jumpsuit, the tongue, the dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, he's so good. The hairnet. Hairnet. (laughs) So good. Um, but then he's and his partner Liam. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But he's a pervert, man. Which is nobody likes that. Yeah, so they they gave the dude a beeper, and then Donnie keeps saying, "I'm the walrus." So <laughs> yeah, Lennon. That's like Lennon. Yeah, said, Lennon. I'm the walrus. Yeah, John Lennon. Jesus. I'm the walrus. I'm the walrus. <laughs> and that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> that line we use. That is the line we use all the time. These yep. are. That's just like your opinion, lines. man. They're very, very good, good lines. lines. This aggression will not stand. It's just like you're a pet. They're good lines. Nobody fucks with the Jesus, <laughs> which I feel yep. like I also sometimes say. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start one. saying it because that's that's really where I'm at lately. <laughs> Nobody fucks <laughs> with the <laughs> Blake. Yep. He's listening to league bowling tapes. Mm-hmm. He is. Laying he listens to weird stuff. At one point, he's listening to whale song tapes. Yeah, he's got a lot uh, of yeah, cassettes. At one point. Uh-huh. He has a he has a full collection and it's a whole thing. We get the man, <laughs> we get that Bob Dylan song. This is the second time we hear, or no, we hear it again later. This Bob Dylan song, um, which I thought was weird. Oh no, we already heard it when he was going bowling, and now we're hearing it again when he has this like vision because he gets knocked out again, right? And he, so he wakes up and the rug yep. is gone. Yep. And he has this yep. whole vision number one. Thoughts on these visions? I don't quite understand <laughs> why he needed to be punched out. Why did Mod like need to punch him out or have they, Boone's punch him I out? I think they appreciate melodrama <laughs> well i mean it's it's chaos it's funny for the movie but right. like i don't get why she would have him punched they out felt they needed to know. steal it he wouldn't give it to them like uh, maybe just to get his attention draw him over right. once i'm not sure yeah so then we get to bowling and the dude is like dissociating <laughs> oh no he's not dissociating <laughs> until after the first attempt walter bales and the motorcycles thing where he like they throw the underwear Ben, what kind of plan is that? Do not bring the ringer anywhere. The ringer. The ringer. The ringer. <laughs> no, no. I and feel I hate like to say you it, should but my... know. Oh yeah, yeah. My note is: I think we all know a Walter. Unfortunately, you just should not bring them to important <laughs> things. You can you tell them afterwards. Exchange probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, don't bring me. I'm busy. But like, you have to have <laughs> some friends. It sounds like it's past my bedtime. Is all I'm saying. But, like, you have to have somebody who would be good. Paul would be great at it. No. <laughs> at a hostage exchange? Yeah, well, Take a note on that me. one. You're better than me. Um, but I okay. just he throws his undies, which is great. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the phone keeps ringing and the dude is dissociating. I don't like the slut shaming one. Hey, dude, your phone's ringing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> and this is where we get Shomer Shabbos. I don't roll on Shabbos. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not even gone. supposed to drive. <laughs> right. Back home. Uh, you know, I lost some some. We got a million dollars in our car. <laughs> I lost some credence Dude, tapes. where is your car? Business papers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my papers, my business papers. Yeah. I love that scene with the cops. What do you do? I'm unemployed. I'm unemployed. It's so <laughs> gross. I feel like they're doing that kind of sitting on the couch where they're trying not to touch that much surface to area touch. of yes. it. They're doing well, the that. One, like, the one cop is like rooting through whatever ashes and stuff is on his. Obviously, uh, there's like a roach cliff. Coffee table. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
the yeah. other cop is like really enthusiastic and then the, the, i love his he's like the the answering machine goes off and he's like well we could close the book on that one or whatever he says yeah, like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> but the car so then he's going he goes to see uh he goes to see mod and there's naked painting mm-hmm. that is the most 90s art scene yep model that was that model actual person. yeah and then also a little Yoko Ono. I don't know. I read and I also, I mean, I love Julianne Moore. She's very severe mm-hmm. in this. She is, I don't yeah. want to take her to lunch necessarily as Maude, but she is uh, also on my list. Uh, look up Evolution. Look up Julianne Moore's Stockings. Evolution. And Evolution. Mm. Evolution's a great movie. It's That's an underrated movie. great. Yeah. Vaginal painting. <laughs> Yeah. Vaginal, vagina. Yeah. <laughs> What's the line? Some men are some men are intimidated by the word, and then she's just like vagina, yeah. vaginal painting. Vagina. Yes. <laughs> Do you like sex, Mister Lebowski? And she has her like Catherine Hepburn, like continental forties accent going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very strange. Yeah. Bunny is a nymphomaniac. Apparently, mm-hmm. she takes mm-hmm. a long time to get there. She says a lot of words, but she, she gets there. She has. Well, she, like, why does she even? She has. She's t- giving this whole speech, but she literally puts the. She has the tape that she puts into the thing yeah. to show him. Like, I don't know. Log jam. Got a whole <laughs> log jam and Carl Hungus. Carl Hungus. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that is one of my underrated yeah. favorite parts. He's a nihilist. A nihilist. <laughs> um, a nihilist. He makes a drink. The story is ludicrous. <laughs> a vlog jam. <laughs> yeah. He fixes the cable? Yeah, can you imagine what goes from there? He fixes the cable. <laughs> also, I'm always curious how many drinks that he, the dude makes himself over the course of mm-hmm. this movie. And I didn't count this oh, time. I, I never think about counting. Somewhere. but like, I feel like yeah. it's like 12. He, but or something that like he's that. just like constantly making this white Russian mm-hmm. and then, wherever he finds them, like somehow all these people's houses he goes to have a little weapon and they have milk out, which or <laughs> yeah. half and half, yeah. as you do in the nineties. They might have Kahlua. They probably, you know, they probably have that, right. but they they yeah. probably don't have. Legend he's has a good it man. that is a- <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's got any, he, he fucking takes that white Russian in the car. It's just like open and like gross. Yep. There's something mm-hmm, that yep. really creeps me out about taking just like a regular kitchen glass or like an open ass coffee mug just out into the world. I don't know why. It's gonna like, <laughs> I don't like that. It gives me the creeps. Careful, there's a beverage, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah. thinking it and then he said it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know, the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that too. Some new yeah. shit has come to light. <laughs> You're not privy to all the new information. Privy to all the new shit that I learned. That reminds me of, um, was it Burn After Reading when Brad Pitt is like, I thought you might be worried about the security of your shit. The way he kept saying shit like it was (laughs) just a synonym for information. I mean, the shit means a lot of things, so it is a synonym, I guess, for information. But there's new shit. There's a a toe in that. There's a toe. That's yucky. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody's just screaming about, we will not abide another toe. The number of times this movie uses the word abide makes yeah. me so mm-hmm. happy. Besides, it's you good. know, the famous dude abide. <laughs> right, right. Do and this is where we get to the whale song because he's, he's, dude's having a tough day, right? He's got to take a little mm-hmm. self care bath. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. he has got bubbles going. He's got a little joint. He's got candles. He's got the whale song. He has never once cleaned that tub, I guarantee. Um, but he's got, he's got the bath going. Uh huh. I wrote ferret. They say marmot. It's actually a ferret. Oh, it's definitely, yeah. Because the marmot looks like a woodchuck. Ferret on a leash. Yep. No, this is such a dude moment because they break into his house and he's in the tub and he just kind of leans over and he's like, this is like a private residence, man. Yeah, he's going to like scramble to cover his dick or defend himself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is what we would do. Nope. Just like they fucking throw that right in the water. That poor thing. It doesn't like that. No. No. I feel no. like that wouldn't be that scary. Do you would you be scared by that? It would bite huh. you. I don't think I I don't think that poor don't animal likes it. You just it. grab it and throw it out of the tub. I don't know. Well, I would grab it and try to like, befriend it. There you go. <laughs> well, it's biting you. That's no, plus it's it's my love. Why would you say that about my new friend the ferret? My <laughs> <laughs> love. I don't know. If somebody was interrupting my self-care routine like that with a ferret, Slash marmot. I definitely wouldn't be that calm. It's the same thing no, with the I toilet thing. 
Yes. Nope. Right? <laughs> Surprise. Here's why I think I would be calmer than the dude. I don't think that that's scary. I don't know. I think it's biting him. You're meant to believe it's biting him in, in the region, in the junk. Uh, okay. Paul's impervious to ferret bite. Isn't, doesn't he say something like, I just need my Johnson? <laughs> you need what, yeah. dude? Or is that in the bowling next afterwards? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Well, they, they're gonna, they say they're going to cut need off his Johnson. You. Yeah. <laughs> Johnson, by the way, is the la- is the name of the jersey that Donnie wears last. He's he's Johnson oh, before he dies. That's a good Easter mm. egg. He does need his Johnson. So there's no briefca- <laughs> no briefcase, but the credence tapes are back. <laughs> so there's that. So there were nine. Man, <laughs> yeah, that's when he says that's next scene. He says, "I need my Johnson." We, what do you need that for? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> The one we get time the stranger. Back. Yep, we get the stranger. I dig your style. So they just—they oh, should no, probably yeah. just kiss already, right? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, the dude doesn't give a shit, but the stranger wants to kiss him. I'm just saying. Mod calls him at the bowling alley, which is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Remember yeah. when you would maybe have to call someone on a phone at a like at a place because no one had cell phones? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You'd have to pray that they were near the phone. Yeah. So then we go back to Maud and do you know who the bald giggler is? Oh, no. It's Remus fucking Lupin from Harry Potter. It's David Thulin. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I was like, what in the fuck? Yep. I've never seen the Harry Potter movies. What? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) No. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. But anyway. Yeah. uh, Um, but he's just he's just laughing, and then they're all laughing at the phone, and I can't, I couldn't. I'm like yep. I was like um I'm well, feeling this, overstimulated. Okay, wait. <laughs> Hold on a second, because this was the other thing I was thinking about that never happens anymore. Oh, you can pick up. You don't the, have you, a, pick up, you pick up line. another line, yeah. so you're having mm-hmm. conversation with multiple people on the same line. Like you could do that on your cell phone, but everybody's got to be you on their put own. It on like your phone, yeah. I guess so. I don't know. It just seemed like a weird Dime Sandra. I don't know. She just, like pulls up the phone, and then yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Nobody has. Do you have two lines? You have a line no. in your house. We don't have nope. a house line. No. Nope. What is this? Nineteen ninety eight. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody. We used to have probably. Like, I think we had six phones in the house on on one line at once. Like during my childhood, because it was like you had to have one in each of the different rooms. Yeah. The cord cord only reached so far, and the cordless ones were right. unpredictable. It's true. Or your kid would lose them. I lost mine, as I think I talked about on another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Interpretive dance. Wow, wow, wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was a moment I absolutely forgot about until it happened. I thought it was a throwaway line. Like, you know, I finally got my venue, dude. You get to come out. It's also a throwaway scene. It's not important that this is happening, but it's also ludicrous that it's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. how long did that guy have to film this is the whole thing? I don't know. So they- and there are there I don't think there are throwaway lines in this whole movie though. Like in the sense of like we're just gonna make a joke and then not there's follow through on like mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, no, you're right. right? Yeah. yeah. He got his friends to come. Yep. It's also his landlord, so his landlord. maybe he's getting a deal. Well it's not like he's paying rent. So Right, he's no. not paying rent, no. He's like, it's already the tenth. Yeah. Far out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Walter's in a suit because you dress up when you go to the theater. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he still has his glasses on. So he is fucking Columbo here. He's got all the information on this fucking kid. <laughs> yep. um, they're so mean to Donnie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, this is the point where they're in the theater and Walter says, shut the fuck up, and then stops yeah. himself because he's being loud in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't act that way in the theater. <laughs> so... They get into the, they go to see this kid, fucking Larry or whatever. And mm-hmm. was the writer is in an iron lung? Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah. Like, yeah. why yep. is that? That's, that's, <laughs> that's such a weird thing. Yeah, quite a long, I don't know if it's different, but it is. Yeah. And it's such a weird, this is like a mashup of the guy is not actually a writer and the show didn't actually go for even 156 episodes or whatever he says. But it is a real show, and later on, the dude is in the back of the police car singing the theme song to it. Like <laughs> it's just like they're like they made up this writer that Walter has to be a super and fan for of. For some reason, he's in this like little house and an iron yep. building, and yep. so mm-hmm. little Larry. So Larry, 
We're going to cut your dick off, Larry. We'll kill your cut. <laughs> this, kid, this kid looks like he straight up sucks. That kid sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as a professional um, high school teacher, that kid sucks. <laughs> I just, I can just tell you. And the fact that he's not phased at all and says absolutely he's nothing. Not, no. He's, no. Let me tell you something. If I was a teenager and two grown-ass men came to accuse me of some shit, even if I absolutely didn't do it, I would be crying. I'm crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. That kid is not giving a fuck and... Okay, let me you ask you. You get in touch with your inner dudeness, Beth. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Listen, I could yeah. probably use that. <laughs> did, did that kid actually steal the fucking car? I don't understand. <laughs> like he did. No, I think he did. I think he did, he did right? Sure. But then they attacked the neighbor's car because they thought that he used the money <laughs> right. to buy that right. nice. Look car. out the window. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, nope. Look out the window. This is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. When you find a stranger in the Alps. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? When you when you. When you Feed a soldier oatmeal? Yeah. That was the- oh, yeah, scrambled that eggs. Was one of them. Oh, scrambled <laughs> eggs. Scrambled eggs. <laughs> so that's all very cool. They murder a car. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. his car. The car, there's two versions of the car that he drives, and one is destroyed in the scene where they destroy it on purpose. And then the other one was destroyed in an episode of The X-Files. So that's all very well. Interspersed fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. Jackie Treehorn wants you. He <laughs> nails boards to the ground and puts the chair in the wrong <laughs> yeah. way. Yep. yep. It's part of his redecorating. Yeah. This is, That's right. Uh, yeah. the, the guy opens the door and the, the chair just falls and he like. <laughs> he puts 952 nails, which I feel like one or two probably would accomplish the same thing. I mean, I'm no carpenter. He later trips uh, over yeah. the same board. Too. Yep. yep. <laughs> My favorite and, thing. You're just right, Paul. Like, there's no throwaway visual gags. There's no throwaway lines. It all comes back. <laughs> stupid. I love it so much. All right. So then, Jackie Treehorn, bouncing naked lady. Mm-hmm. Slow motion trampoline. I still yep. jerk off manually. <laughs> yes, I have that line. <laughs> yeah. And then right before it, I don't remember the line. Interactive erotic software. Is that Jackie Treehorn talking about something he's getting yes. into? Is a Jackie line? Treehorn. He's into the porn of the future. He is a visionary. And he's right, actually. Let me tell you something. Every new technological revolution that we have had in terms of media starts with porn. (laughs) Absolutely. It's 100% there is. (laughs) This is a fact. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And then my favorite is he rubs the try to get the phone number and it's just a guy with a big old dick. (laughs) (laughs) And that shows up later, too. Yes, you're right. Yeah. And then she goes up later, and the cop's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Very yeah. good." <laughs> Darkness washed over the dude, <laughs> and now we get the uh, the dream. Oh, hi, Saddam. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The bowling pin headdresses. Julianne Moore is Viking lady? Question mark. I think this she's not playing. This is a great dream. Playing is Bugs Bunny <laughs> in the Viking co- drag. In <laughs> yes. The Viking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And then just he dropped like, in to see what condition my condition. He's is floating through the legs, and he gets the upskirt shot. Yeah. And then there's the red, the red jumpsuit scissors. So yeah, it gets scary at the end. They're gonna cut Jansen off, right? Yeah, he needs that yeah. for what it's though? Autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah then we're talking to that cop that guy sucks. well he gets kicked oh no i guess the cab is after it yeah the, he, the cop just absolutely yeah. nails him with the mug oh my God. yeah he whips yeah. that shit directly at his melon and <laughs> shit i'm sorry he'd be in the yep. hospital that thing went <laughs> flying but he treats objects like women man he calls him a fascist he hates the fucking eagles man he hates the eagles Eagles. get out of my taxi damn it get out of my taxi (laughs) and then fucking bunny drives by and she got all over goddamn toes there was there was something whole there was a whole thing with the fact that they put that in of him hating the eagles like they were trying to get the rights to like a rolling stone song or something they were trying to get the rights to um, the song that plays Uh, over the credits and then when they heard that they were dissing the Eagles, they were like, you can have it for free. They were like, yeah, yeah. you just use it. You yeah. Use it. <laughs> um, and that's funny. That's awesome. That's hilarious. His place is fucking trashed and then Maude shows up and she's still like, let's do the sex. Yeah. She's already in there though, right? Because like, this is where he trips over the board yes. and he's laying on the ground yes. and in she comes up behind robe, him. And she's like, let's yep. do mm-hmm. the fornicating and uh-huh. they do that. Um, we don't get to see it, which, thank God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would watch either of them fuck in different circumstances. <laughs> but in this circumstance, no, thank you. Respectfully. Mm-hmm. So he was a roadie for Metallica, those assholes. I love that because fuck Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Oh, great. Do you have oh, some no, no, no. Uh, oh, latent Napster rage? That's, that's exactly what it is. For me. <laughs> no, I just fucking, fucking Metallica. God damn it, man. Lars Ulrich. I want my music God for damn free. Damn it. Um, I want a child, but I don't want a partner. (laughs) So it's it's error Shavos. I can't drive. (laughs) Can I tell you, this is where something bothers me about this, which it shouldn't. But he does a spit take when she's like, I want to be pregnant. But nobody cleans it up. He just does the spit take. And then there's like part of a white Russian all over the floor. And I know, listen, I know, I know it's his apartment. It's trash. Like, absolutely. He's never cleaning his house. But like, somebody please just get a paper towel. (laughs) I have two notes here, Paul. One of them is increases the chances of conception. Firstly, where she's like rocking and I'm like, oh, legit. Yeah, no, I get it. Now I see it. And my other one was, oh, my God, they didn't clean up the white Russian, nor did they clean up the pee. They just rolled up the rug. God knows he didn't wipe that. That's in the floorboard. That's in the wood. That's never going away. That's true. Uh, Two things. Number one, Mm -hmm. that shit works. Do a headstand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Two for two. Uh, (laughs) facts uh and also i've never seen anybody clean up a spit take in a movie so that's i see right. what you're that's saying probably true. i see yeah. what you're saying and it's foul but i've never seen anybody take like oh like a paper <laughs> towel oh let me get no because it's always for comedic no. effect and they never show it clean right up. yeah um but i love yeah. you and that, that bothers me it's gross mm. mm-hmm. he gets totally distracted here he is just not my special lady she's my <laughs> fucking lady friend man <laughs> yeah. important distinction it is an important distinction. <laughs> Stay away from my special, my lady friend. My special lady. I mean, my lady. He messes it up. Yeah. yeah. Bunny was originally Fong Knutson. That's a whole thing. But he's oh yeah, yeah, I'm a Knutson. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, my uh, I have Knutsons on my ancestors. Yeah. Wow. Maybe you're related to Bunny. I'm related to Bunny. Flea is one of the nihilists. So there's yep. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and later, I have poor Flea face down in the in the parking lot. We see, we see butt cheeks later. Um, so one of the nihilists mm-hmm. cut the toe off because, of course. But mm-hmm. the boot yeah. situation is weird. We cut our toe off, but we also cut the we end also, of our boot, our boot yeah. off so that you could, mm-hmm. the viewer, see that. Mm-hmm. We could. Well, just, if you're gonna wrap it in like 18 layers of gauze, I guess you gotta cut the boot. Yeah. Yeah. Just just wear, like, but then you're not nihilistic enough. It's yeah, pretty that's true. Because then, then it matters, and you can't, you can't claim to be a nihilist. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm Jewish as fucking Tevya. He says, tradition, <laughs> tradition. <laughs> Bunny has crashed and is running naked and Brant is panickedly picking up her clothes. <laughs> yep. 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 You see her diving. He gives up though. The back. Yep. Yeah, he gives up. Yeah. I don't like the, the Lebowski guy. He is not nice. He looks like pudding and I don't like him. <laughs> so far we call them Play-Doh and pudding. <laughs> pudding. It's not. He's a big old potato. I don't huh? like it. Yeah, but here's the thing: someone can be a dick and can actually be paralyzed, so we probably shouldn't. Well, we need to. We need to pick him up. Yeah, and then you're right. Then we we see Danny not getting a strike. Lebowski, yeah. uh, the dude mm-hmm. is painting his nails. And he's like moving his hand. You can tell he's got, he does this yeah, when he goes and sits not. back down with his hand. He, like he's got the tingling. You noticed it. The dude's painting his nails, which I love for him. Mm-hmm. He's doing clear, <laughs> but I like to think that by now he's embraced, you know, a color palette. Mm-hmm. I love a dude with painted nails, so I'm saying. Um, love very much. I would have fucked you in the ass Saturday and I'll fuck you in the ass on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. So, well, he's pissed because they canceled, right? Mm-hmm. It's Saturday. Yeah. They canceled because yeah. with Shavis, they're not going to roll out Shavis, but they're still there at the bowling alley on Saturday. He's like, what the fuck? We were supposed to have our thing. I did You're not realize that. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Right, because mm-hmm. he wasn't supposed yeah. to. Yes. Yeah, Walter goes yeah. on like a three-minute rant about how he's going to call everybody at the office, and the the <laughs> scheduler gets named like three times. Motherfucking yeah. whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. <laughs> Bowling ball to the gut. I would like my undies back, he says. He's got a sword. Yeah. You're off. Yeah. Yeah, he might Tyson's it. He might. Yeah. He might Tyson's it. 
<laughs> um, Wait, shit. was Mike Tyson before or after this movie? Ooh, oh, I'm shit. Look it up. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. And then the dude doesn't want to fight, but he keeps coming at him and he's just like, I'm going to hit you with my ball, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them want to fight. No. Mm-hmm. Walter's really the only one that wants to fight anybody. Right. And poor, poor Donnie just. Yep. Just yeah. having a heart attack in the background. But then it fades to black and the stars are so pretty the way they do that. The, oh, it yeah. yeah. To black yeah. and the stars are still lit. That's pretty. What What does Walter say? Why does he tells the dude to go call somebody? But he's like, I can't do it because something about blood. He says he's losing too like, much blood. Like he thinks he's going to pass out too. But he didn't get hurt. Walter that, didn't get hurt. Yeah, I, don't, I, didn't see I don't understand what. No, I didn't see him get he hurt didn't at get all either. Knife or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He's got a lot of blood on his mouth. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. We probably should get tested. No, it feels like it's yeah. not Best yeah, I could find is that Tyson biting event was in '97. So, oh, so very <laughs> Oh, it could have been like during filming. Yeah. Even. yeah. Hmm. Is there a Ralphs around here? <laughs> <laughs> um he gives a whole ass this piece. is absolutely cutting cutting incisive commentary on the funeral industrial oh, complex yeah <laughs> yes yes it is we're can we just no. rent it we're just gonna stand in the ashes i know i'm like do we have a ziploc bag anywhere like there's no mm-hmm. need for that there's no need for that so mm-hmm. he gives a whole ass speech in accordance with what we think that his wishes would have been. Mm-hmm. Does Donnie not? You're telling me Donnie doesn't have any fucking... I feel like Donnie's parents show up the next day and they're like... You guys are <laughs> what the like, fuck? What the yeah. Fuck? Mm-hmm. They wanted Just him buried because. in a beautiful forest somewhere. They had a plot picked out already. Like, what the For fuck? Sure. It's a thing. Donnie is... They consistently abuse Donnie. Yes. Or at least Walter does explicitly. Yeah. And the dude just kind of ignores him. Those are his two best friends in all the world. Like, those are the yeah. people making arrangements for him. And uh, had to go put it in a coffee can. Mm-hmm. So, he covers the dude in ashes. And then they have the most awkward hug of all time. <laughs> like, brushes him <laughs> off. Like, his face and everything before he hugs him. So good. Mm-hmm. And then we get... We go back to bowling. And we get, like, the bowling mm-hmm. parts and stuff and then we wrap up with the stranger and yeah. we get that do, do, do we feel, do we feel like that mustache is real that stranger mustache is very voluminous i think he's like famous for that i'm yeah. pretty sure it's real yeah okay, as soon as like i bob saw ross, the handlebar bob ross is famous for the afro but it's not real so like <gasps> oh, okay <gasps> what i just watched a documentary yeah my life is altered you're in your life <laughs> no <laughs> not you bob did yeah, one of my students is drawing a, their graphic novel about Bob Ross, and I'm very excited. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. You know, you know it's a Bob Ross board game? We own it. It is one of the most complicated. You do? Yeah, it's one of the most complicated <laughs> board games that we own. <laughs> it's right up there with like the Minecraft board game because it takes like 45 minutes to read the instructions. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Do better, board game makers. No, no. Especially when it's called The Art of Chill. I mean... Yeah. I play board games that take like 10 hours to play, so that's fine. Yeah, but the rule. You'd probably get through it faster. The dude abides, everybody. What? Yes. What are your thoughts? Yes. They act, and he's acting like, I guess he's being just very dude, like everything's sort of wrapped up. Mm-hmm. He is measurably way worse off than he was at the beginning of yes. this movie. His mm-hmm. car is on fire and destroyed. His house he's, is wrecked. Still his friend is he, dead. He, his house is wrecked. He definitely did not get a rug anymore. Right. Like, he is way, his friend is dead. Like he's way worse off. And they're just like, fuck it, yep. let's go. Yeah, they're like, like, it worked out for everybody. And I'm like, did it? <laughs> it worked out. Did, yeah, did it. Walter you, is pretty status quo, but he's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little Lebowski running around that you're not going to be allowed to have contact with, dude, apparently. He's like, fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, well, yeah, I'm yeah, sure he's, he's fine, fine about it. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I was thinking, like, first of all, was the climax the whole seat with, fight with the nihilists like what what was the what was the solution or the problem here and what was the solution to it because everything just goes back to like the dude carrying on i I really struggled with this watching it a second time trying to figure out like okay i get it i love it for the lines i love it for the ridiculousness but like if you're gonna bring sam elliott in at the end to be the voice of like some moral authority that is telling you that the dude is 
who you should be. Should I just be cool with everything going shitstorm in my life and then moving on and being like, yeah, that's fine? It was a real confusing I moment. I think that's absolutely the message of the movie. Okay. Thank you, Paul. I was worried. I was like, 15 years as an English teacher, two degrees, two teaching right, students, right, right, but I don't right. get this movie. So okay, I think that's absolutely. I think the message is absolutely the dude. The everything shitty happened to the dude, and he is fine with it. And he's out there being the dude for all of us, right? That's oh, like that's the dude lying. is abiding for all of us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, shit happens. Everything's terrible, but the dude's out there just rolling with the punches, well, like for everybody. It would be nice when something really stressful or shitty that has a lot of like real world consequences happens. It would be nice to be able to be like. Fuck it. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that would be nice. And sometimes yeah, you yeah. can do that for like a night and be like, fuck it. Tonight mm-hmm. I'm going to play video games and pretend it's not happening. And tomorrow I'll deal with it. Like, sometimes you can get away with that mm-hmm. for a little while, but the dude's just whole life is that. Right. Like, yeah. right. so realistically, is that, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Is that what we want in our lives? I don't know. It's not really feasible. I, I don't think we want it. I no. don't think the movie's saying to be like the dude. I think the movie's saying you can be worried about stuff because the dude is duding. Mm. Like, yeah. Gotcha. So this is this is what I kind of read about their hope for the movie. So loosely inspired by Raymond Chandler, the works of Raymond Chandler. So they wanted to do a kind of story like that where it moves episodically, deals with characters trying to unravel a mystery, as well as having a hopelessly complex plot that's ultimately unimportant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mission accomplished. that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. So they did, yeah. they did yeah. what they set out to do. I also mm-hmm. need to tell you, because this is just so important, that the person who composed the score was Carter Burwell, and he also did the Twilight movie. So there you go. Ooh. <laughs> just another dumb headcanon. Not Ooh. that's real, <laughs> but just another dumb thing that exists about this movie. Does it go mm-hmm. in your canons? yeah i'm i'm a yes no i'm a firm yes it's not there for a while for sure for for how old my son is but this is one that i i I don't know i love this movie i watched it a lot and i think it's in my canon just because it's a funny i don't think that the comedy in this movie is going to go out of funny it's not going to go out of like it. I don't think it's going to lose the funny. I think it's framed well, and the jokes are good, and yeah, the the swearing, <laughs> the constant, constant swearing, and the topics and stuff. It's definitely not for a while, but this is one where I'm going to be like, this, this is like way down the road, and maybe this is one where I, like way down the road, I say you should watch this with your friends. Like I don't mm-hmm. need to be there. Oh, to that's... have this in your canon. Yeah. Like this is not one where I'm gonna, like let's sit down together and watch the Big Lebowski, but just be like, hey. This would be a funny movie for you to watch with your friends when yeah. you're older. Like that's a strong dad move, Paul. I uh, I wouldn't have thought about that. <laughs> to and it had on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, in six Fridays to watch this movie. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's a Cohen film, so I feel like you know if you're going to be into movies, that should stay there. I appreciate your point, Paul, about the the humor not going out of style. At first, when I heard all the Chinaman comments, I thought the humor went out of style like it took me a few moments to come back to it i'm gonna say yes because not only is there the whole like pretty timeless humor but also like if you want to go into it you know as a profession i ruin things as an english teacher you could go deep into (laughs) the movies the name is named the big lebowski it's not about the dude it's about the capitalist but lebowski and how different the dude is from that so like you know I like your take. I'm going to presume that my sons watch it at some point and I'm going to make some references and throw it out there and see if they've watched it. You know, if I start saying, you know, like the dad abides or something like that and they get the terrible dad joke, then I know wow. we're good to start going there. Yeah. I mean, I've already ruined, that's my brand of humor in the house. So I might as well just stick with it. So you want to get our sons together like three, three Saturdays from now and have them, we'll just have them watch the <laughs> sold. I'm already not, uh, you know, not the wisest dad. So I might as well just continue that. I mean, I'm just going to explain will be what watching musicals. Is. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All of a sudden, Beth is like, stay away from those kids over there. They're, um... <laughs> their dad Adam isn't so great. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, down the line. Out with you. <laughs> we love hanging out with y'all, too. No, it's, I... it's a yes for me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I just don't know if they, uh, when I think about who my kids, when I extrapolate from their personalities now to mm-hmm. what I think they'll be like when they're old enough to be able to watch this, I'm not sure it's something that they would like. <laughs> maybe they will. If I think that they would have that kind of sense of humor, then I think maybe Paul's suggestion of this is for you do with, with do with it what you will. You're welcome. Kind of a mm-hmm. thing. I don't know if they will like have to watch it to be a good nerd though. So I can't in good con- conscience say yeah. it's a fully yes for me. But um, just because I I don't imagine the personalities they have now growing up to to need this film. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really, I like to quote it. I had a great time talking about you guys with it. I, well, there was a movie not that long ago, Paul, where we were like. This is something that I want to have, but I don't know if it's going to need to be yeah. carried on. What was that? You're looking at the list. I can see you pulling it up. I'm going to look at the list. It was probably Brave Little Toaster. Nope. I don't <laughs> think it was that one. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but one of them, yeah, I definitely, we definitely said that same thing. Like, like, and I feel like it, maybe this is that where it's like, I enjoyed yeah, it and mm-hmm. I would watch it with other friends of mine. And I would even consider like my like early 20 something like cousins and nieces and nephews to maybe want to watch. But I just, I don't know. By the time my kids are old enough, I don't know if it's a movie that they still need yeah, in the world. Yeah. But I enjoy, I had a great time watching it. I can tell you my son would would love watching it right now because he thinks swearing is hilarious at the moment. I mean, swearing is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of my whole personality. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's my whole podcast personality. Right, being a pervert is the other part. If you have time and you want to look up John Goodman being a daddy, it's not a bad time. Adam, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So me and uh, my two friends, Sean and Mike, are the Nerds of the Old Republic. That's our social handle everywhere except for TikTok. We're not on there yet, but uh, you can find us on all the major podcast platforms. And uh, we've got some new episodes coming out soon uh, on Dr. O, like we talked about in Akira. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And you can hear Adam and his incredible turtley boy on uh, <laughs> on our D&D Patreon only at this time podcast. So if you're interested in that, we are just a goddamn delight. Um, that's oh patreon.com slash nerdcanon. We have a blasty. Some, some of the best fun. Yeah. I, I cannot <laughs> thank you so much fun. for letting me play a game with y'all because that's a blast. So if you've never heard it, sign up on the Patreon because you're missing out. It's really good. And as I say all the time, Paul is an incredible DM. He wouldn't tell you, but he's so great. No. Um, he yep. hates when I when I brag on him, but it's true. Um, so thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thanks, Adam, for joining us. Um, thank you all for thank listening. You. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. Find us online. We are Nerd Cannon on all the things. And um, we will see you soon with Full, Full House. House. Full House. <gasps> Ooh, um, and we have one. another special guest for that. It's going to be so great. So yep. until next time. The dude abides. The dude abides. <laughs> This has been a production of Nerd Cannon. Follow us at patreon.com slash nerdcanon to get in on the fun. This has been brought to you by listeners like you. It's so good. <laughs> he is so good He's so talented. We took voice acting classes together. I was going to say, that's it's very much the very- It's, it's the voice. It's a perfect voiceover. Yes. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Brian.